At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Hey, well, welcome to the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Mike Pritchard for the next two hours here from South Point Casino in fabulous Las Vegas. Uh, Pritchard, we got another great show on the docket here on a Wednesday. Of course, Wednesdays mean that we have. Lou Finicaro is going to join us in hour number two. Now, there is no UFC this week. Right. Okay. But hockey. I mean, Lou has been on fire with some of his picks. I know he has a couple that he regrets, but mostly he's been pretty darn good in this postseason. We'll get his thoughts on what he's seen so far. And in this hour coming up, Steve Mackin is coming up. He always has great numbers at Point Spread Weekly. So we're going to have Steve join us here uh, later on this hour as well. But I do want to start off with the NBA last night. And – it was interesting because Wes Reynolds and I were right here mm-hmm. doing the Lombardi line yesterday, and you saw the number just one, right? And it was started at one and a half, got bet down to one. So Golden State was taking a little bit of the money. And I really like Dallas in this spot. And part of it, Pritch, and this is where athletes and coaches sometimes, they use that Jedi mind trick on okay. me. And I listened to Jason Kidd after the loss of Game 3. <laughs> and that's what sold me because he was like, we're going to be fine. Yeah. We're going to be there. We're going to show up. We're going to be ready to go. And they were. Now, I don't know if Golden State and the Memphis game kind of played into my handicap last night where they lost by 1,000 and kind of mailed it in and said, all right, we'll just get you back in, in Golden State. We'll get you back in the Bay. And I kind of have the feeling that's what happened last night. Dallas went out. First quarter's competitive. Right. Second quarter, they put them on. Third quarter, they bury them. And then it's garbage time in the fourth. And I felt like Golden State's okay with that. And that's why I like Dallas laying the one point. Yeah, you know what? It's tough to – get swept in the NBA Mm -hmm. uh, conference finals. And uh, I think as an athlete, we all have the pride that we're going to play for. Uh, But listen to kids' comments. I mean, you could have taken it two ways. One, they're not conceding, but they're conceding, Mm. right? Because we're looking towards the future. We're not supposed to be here. You know, you guys are supposed to be on vacation talking about the media. right? Uh, And in no way, shape, or form are we supposed to win the championship this year, right? But then the other way to take it from a betting standpoint, I think, and probably the proper way to take it, was that he was taking a pressure off of that young team. That's Luke right. is only 23 years old. That's the And he's thing. the star on that team. So uh, it, it's like he was taking the pressure off of those players. Now, I took the point with Golden State because I was like, okay, I missed an opportunity to take Golden State plus 450 to sweep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the way that they were playing, uh, Steph Curry talked about we're playing with house money, so they were loose. Right. But I also took the over, too. So – uh, I covered myself because, you know, I got the over. I missed out on the side. But 
I thought both teams were going to come out loose, no pressure in a situation that there should be pressure because mm-hmm. it's a closeout game. Uh, and credit Kid, credit uh, the Mavs for stepping up and knocking down shots and, and playing great basketball. We saw yesterday before game four, it was 30-1 to one for the Mavericks to win this series. Mm-hmm. And I said right here in this program, in the history of the NBA playoffs, teams have come back from 0-3 deficits Zero times. <laughs> right, right, it's right, never right. happened. So, like, the number felt too small for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought, you know, if you want to talk 30, uh, you want to talk 50 or 60 to 1, maybe it would pique my interest. But at 30 to 1, and then, you know, of course, Ben Fox, who does a great job of the network, we have the big bet alert. Somebody mm-hmm. puts one out, and they actually made that wager last night Oof. before game four. And I thought, there it is from Ben. And I think to myself, what does this person, what, what's going on in this person's head? That realistically says, you know what? I might cash 420, 420K on the Mavs to come back from an 03 deficit when it's never happened in the history of the game. And Pritch, I go, okay, hey, you're alive and kicking right now. Simple Minds from the 80s. Like right now, you, you've got one, mm-hmm. but you, the next one's the big one. Can you go back to Golden State and get that one, and then get one. You feel good if you get back to game six. You do. And then all the pressure theoretically goes back on Golden State for game seven. I mean, we're jumping through hoops to try to make it cash, this ticket here. Yeah. Mentally, uh, for for the mind of this better. But I got to think that's the way you're thinking. All right, if you can go back to the Bay and get one in game five, game six you feel like, man, now you're back in our house. Mm -hmm. And then all the pressure goes on you and right, game right. seven. So you're That's asking gotta... for a miracle, basically. You're asking, <laughs> you're asking for a miracle, basically. <laughs> I mean, you can go back to game two, Dave, and, and say, you know, Dallas played well, shot the ball well, and, and just couldn't close out that right. game. So, uh, And then I think everybody who looked at this game was like, okay, Dallas plays so well at home, uh, they're going to even up the series. But here comes Golden State and the pedigree, and we're talking about dynasty again right. with Steph Curry. Um you know, the moment probably seemed like it was too big for the Mavs, that young uh, team, and uh, do they have enough weapons? But you never know. I mean, you get hot like the Mavs did uh, last night. Uh, you start to believe. And if you do get to a game six, mm. now it does get very interesting. Now, uh, what's the chance of that happening, though? Like, you, you you still have Steph. You still have a pedigree. You still have Clay that was frustrated because he didn't shoot the ball well. Steph didn't shoot the ball well. Um, they they just looked out of sync offensively. Uh, defensively got themselves in it again, but they got energy off the bench, which I, I think adds confidence mm-hmm. to, uh, to the Warriors as well. So, I, it's, I mean, bets like that are, are interesting to me um, because, first, first of all, I mean, uh, you know, everybody has their limits. Everybody has their bankroll. Sure. I get that, right? But, man, to fire on that, that situation when you're asking for a miracle – I, I don't think I would do that. And again, that one better did have individually last night mm-hmm. that big 400K sure. bet on house the house money now. Right. So now you got it. <laughs> so if you also have the 30 to 1. Now you're really playing with that sure. house money. Right? Sure. All right, at least I cashed in game four. So if I don't hit the big one here at 30 to 1. And again, we all felt like this series coming into it was going to be more competitive than the first three right. games played out. Right. Right. And you mentioned the game two. That was the one the Mavs really should have had theoretically in their minds. They blow the big lead in the first half. And then the third quarter, and look, third quarter Golden mm-hmm. State is real. It wasn't real last night, but it does seem to be real in, in quote-unquote, uh, games that matter. And I can't believe we're talking about the NBA playoffs in that some games, you kind of take them off. Like Miami, right. you make the case, they kind of took off game four. Oh, they did. Right? Not kind of. They did. They did. <laughs> yeah. And, like, where does that exist? Uh, you I, know, like, how, where did that mentality come from? Because that is not old school NBA. No. It feels like new school. By the way, you never see that in the NHL playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're just going to compare and contrast – you don't see teams like, you know what, we're down 3-0, so let's mail in the rest of this one. No, they're fighting for the next goal because all of a sudden you get 3-1, you got a shot. Can you make excuses for Miami because of all the injuries, though? You can. I mean, I, look, as a player myself, it, it's you know that you feel awful, like your body, but, yeah, you got to go out there and perform and, and go out there and, and play at the highest level you can against other world-class athletes. Yeah, and it's... when you feel like garbage – uh, so I, I'm not making excuses because professional sports, there's no excuses. There's no such thing as an excuse uh, when it comes to professional sports. But um, well, but you make a great point because, again, just in the NBA, mm-hmm. when you're really – what are you really playing? You're playing eight max guys. You know, NHL, you have four lines, yeah, yeah. right? 
NFL, you get a 53-man roster. Mm-hmm. So, yes, outside of the quarterback, sometimes other guys can step in. So I think that's a good point. So maybe we're a little bit, and I know I can be a little bit too hard because I want that superstar effort every night. Of course we do. And you can't, I guess that's not realistic in a long playoffs like Miami right. and Boston fives up seven. And right now it feels like a war of attrition between those two well, teams. Well, I think so. I mean, I think as better as we can talk ourselves into a bet. Like, for instance, the bet uh, 30 to 1 on, on the Mavs. I mean, right. you can go back to the Memphis series and say, okay, the Memphis Grizzlies, they should have beaten the Warriors in mm-hmm. the series. In mm-hmm. the series. I mean, game one, uh, then the game that they blew uh, in Golden State and San Francisco, uh, they had a chance to close out that no series doubt. themselves, even with y'all hurt. So you can talk yourself into a position, <laughs> but the way uh, of the Eastern Conference and how that's going, uh, there's no feel for it. The only thing I can attribute it to, Dave, is. Uh, you know, in the NBA, we do have load management. And so maybe that's the buy-in. Maybe that's the side that allows professional athletes to say, we're good. We're up 2-1. Let's get back home 2-2 and see if we can take care of business that way. It does feel so different because you're right. I do think that is the mentality of mm-hmm. certain teams. And when Miami got the game three win in Boston and recaptured home court, game four, Tyler <laughs> Hero, go right. ahead and sit down. Sure. Now, look, Clearly, I'm sure if he could go, he would go. Right, right. But at, at one point in the second quarter, I was mm-hmm. going, why is Jimmy Buckets playing? Well, you know, because right. I, I was always like, that's the mentality now. We'll just get those guys out of there. They're getting blown out. Like, well, what are we yeah. doing? I mean, and, and I've talked about this before, but, uh, you know, and the league's kind of changed. I'm talking about the National Football League, but there used to be long lines for a Toradol shot now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> forget getting your ankles taped. I mean, right. the longest line was that Toradol shot. Like, I don't so, want to play. Yeah, I want to play. And, and that thing would help you play. And I think Jimmy Butler, from the inflammation in his knee situation, mm. he couldn't come back. Um, he's either got some meniscus stuff or something loose in there that's causing the inflammation and uh, a chronic situation. And so he probably did something to help him play. He just wasn't effective. He wasn't himself. But if he wasn't on the floor, then obviously Miami had zero chance. He's really waving the white right. flag with but no Tyler he, Hero, no right, Jimmy right. Butler. But with him on the floor, and I think he had six points. At three of 14. Yeah, I mean, the effort, it looked good. The aesthetics were good that he was out there. But in terms of Miami putting up effort for that game, there was none. Uh, by the way, we'll talk much more about this Miami game tonight, this pivotal game five. And right now they are getting two points at home. And there's been a little bit of vibe. Uh, so far, the, the, the money's been coming in on Boston mm-hmm. here as we get ready for game five. And again, we'll handicap this much deeper because I think it's a tough handicap yeah. for the reasons that we were just talking about. What, if Tyler Hero is going to play, what's going to look like, right? Marcus Smart, I think he might not be here for the rest of the series potentially, right? So how much does that affect it? Uh, are you going to go to Duncan Robinson if, if Tyler Hero isn't himself? Is Jimmy Butler going to be we see Jimmy, but he's not yeah. really Jimmy? Like Those are very tough things to try to handicap here as we go forward with this game five. But again, there will be a game five that will be back in golden state. And right now I'm seeing sevens mm. up on the board here for the <laughs> warriors in that closeout game, another closeout game, uh, potentially for golden state, but Dallas does get it done last night. So that better does cash the 420 K laying the point with the Mavs last night. And the other betters out there that have that 30 to one, good luck. You're going to need it because look, when Golden State blew that lead against Cleveland, that right. was 3-1, mm-hmm. and Draymond Green took himself out with the suspension, and that changed the whole series. Mm-hmm. Barring something like that, I don't know how the series really shifts on his head. Can Luka put up a LeBron-type effort Ooh. with, like, LeBron carried Cleveland? I mean, he still had Kyrie, though. Just throw but 40 who, on your back. Yeah, who's who's a Robin to Luka? Batman. I mean, got to find one. You got to find one. Or do they have several? Do they have the DC universe going out out there for him? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when we come back, let's talk some NFL right here in the Lombardi Line. I'm Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please game responsibly. If you have a problem, call one 800 522 4700. Back alongside Mike Pritchard, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi line right here on Vison. And Pritch, when I think of the Pittsburgh Steelers, mm-hmm. again, I always think of our, our buddy, two time Super Bowl champion Brian McFadden. We have him on the program a lot of times. And B Mac would always stress to me, you know, the standard is the standard. Right. And it didn't matter if it was Bill Cower, if it was Mike Tomlin. And by the way, that's why they're such a good, good organization. You can stop right there. They just don't have turnover when it comes to coaching staffs, right? Not a lot, mm-hmm. at least at the top. And that had been the same had been true at the GM position. But we do have a change now uh, taking over, and it looks like they're expected to name Omar Khan as their next GM. Uh, and this is according to Adam Schefter. So now you have a change at the top. Now, Khan comes in after the draft, and obviously it was a big draft for them because they went out and went quarterback. They went Kenny Pickett, 20th overall in the first round. They got Mitchell Trubisky in free agency out of Buffalo. How does this affect the Steeler way? Because, again, Tomlin's still there, so continuity should be fine. I don't know that Mike Tomlin has a say in who the his boss will be, but I'm sure at this point he's got credits in the bank. Right. Right? Right. So I'm assuming just from the, the, the naked eye looking in, this will be harmonious going forward because it always feels to be that way in Pittsburgh. But when you do have change like this, is there a risk that the Steeler way somehow – might not be the Steeler way. No, because you got to factor in the Steeler way being highly effective uh, and and productive, uh, also successful. Uh, the Steeler way is, you know, a lot of times promoting within or, or people who buy into the Steeler way, which is a culture. Right. Um, Khan's been with the organization for a while. But uh, he knows it. Yeah, he knows it. He knows the interactions. He knows the Steeler way. And it really, I mean, it started with the Rooney family and and – you mentioned the coaches. I mean, there's so many layers we can go here with the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers, and, and I'll, I'll reveal all of them from a player standpoint because I sat across from Cower as a free agent uh, in his office. Wow. And the, the impact of that moment uh, is felt, and I still feel it now. Uh, but, you know, I, I think you got to look at Noel – Cower Tomlin. That's it. It goes, uh, <laughs> and that bridges you into the 60s. Right, 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 right. And so – the Steelers, in other words, they don't they don't have bad hires. Um, they don't they don't do that. No. And so, from a betting standpoint, even with Khan now mm-hmm. being a GM, nothing's really going to change because Steelers have their their grading system and they go about their ways. They, hell, they don't even change their defense. Really, they I mean, really don't. Same philosophy that they've had that's been successful. And then offensively, uh, are they going to be able to get it done? So, looking at the research for the Steelers, they've drafted four quarterbacks in the first round. Bradshaw. That worked out. Well, first round. Yeah, I mean, then look, you get Terry Bradshaw, and all of a sudden you win four Super Bowls. Sure. And I'm not saying that's going to be what they're going to get in, Ken- in Kenny Pickett here. Well, Malone 
Right. He was a first rounder. Yep. Didn't work out. No, nope, but got some playing time after, sure. after the Bradshaw era. But then you go Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger, first round. And that worked out. It worked you out. You win more Super Bowls. So <laughs> right. their history is pretty darn good it with is. drafting first round quarterbacks. Well, now pick it. We'll see. Yeah. Right. We have to wait and see on that. But Tomlin's never had a losing season. Ever. Uh, ever. <laughs> so from a betting standpoint, what, the uh, win total seven right now, half. seven and a half. So the double dog daring you to break historical trends right. by saying, oh, I want to take the under. I think they're only going to win seven games. It's never happened with, with Mike Tomlin. With that level of success for an organization that still does it the same way. Mm. Uh, it, it's like, I was thinking about this this morning. It's, it's like the 08 crash right, with, that we had from the stock market oh, standpoint. Yeah. Um, and, and I I saw McDonald's sitting out there at $15. Yeah, whoa. I mean, it's McDonald's. Everybody, everybody knows the business plan of McDonald's, but do you really know the valuation of McDonald's when they have all this prime real estate all over the country, all over the world? Right. So at $15, $18, like, okay, that's I a gotta no-brainer. Go. So it's like the Steelers right now at seven and a half wins. I mean, is this organization going to collapse because they hired Khan as a GM now, or is everything still intact for this, uh, this uh, organization? I would bet the way that you're leading us down, because I, I, I tend to agree with you, that the history and just the numbers, you just look at it, it's there for you to, to just digest, mm-hmm. right? That seven and a half wins, you should probably play the over, because it's never happened with Mike Tomlin. Stability, that is the steal away. Absolutely. The only reason why I brought up the con situation is because I look at it from Green Bay with Brian Gutekunst. Now, Brian Gutekunst was very similar to this. He was in the organization already, right? Aaron Rodgers knew him when he had no power in the organization. Right. And all of a sudden, when he got up to GM, something happened. And I don't know if that was because of Aaron being the way he is <laughs> or something happened with Gutekunst, but we saw the friction, and it all played out with Jordan Love and that pick. So, again, Khan's coming in. They've already drafted the quarterback. Mm. The other quarterback's gone, Roethlisberger. So, they're really, Trubisky's new. So, it feels like the perfect time to make all these changes well, at how do the you, same time. Sure, but how do you handle it? Like, I mean, just go back, um, you know, the whole Brett Favre saga. Um Brett wanted to call his shot, but ultimately Green Bay was like, no, we're moving on. Um, whatever reason, Aaron Rodgers is calling his shot and getting his shot. Now, if you think about Big Ben Roethlisberger, remember when he talked about, oh, I'm going to retire. Okay, we draft Mason, Mason Rudolph. And he said, no, what and are you no, doing? coming back, right? Why, why are you drafting a quarterback? Sure. What do you think you're going to retire? <laughs> exactly. What do you want us to do? Exactly. So it's like, I mean, how do teams and organizations uh, handle things or situ- certain situations? I mean, Tom Brady, we, we was, I, I think that he was going to end his career with New England. Right. But, oh, no, it didn't happen that way. Same thing with Joe Montana. When he was traded, when Joe Montana think was traded that. right in the middle of my career, I was like, anything and everything can happen in this league. That, that really was one of those moments in NFL history where yeah. people went, if Joe Montana can be traded, mm-hmm. then you better put your best foot forward every single Sunday or else you're going to be out the door. Right, but it's also it speaks towards – the culture, like you can trade Joe Montana and go on and win, and Super, win Bowl. Super Bowls with Steve, Steve Young, Young because you're good. I mean, you understand that about yourselves. Mm-hmm. Whereas Green Bay, you know, I don't know what they understand about themselves. We'll see. We'll see. It feels like Gutekunst and Rodgers are in a better place now. Uh, but sure. it took so, a couple of years here right. of almost public flogging to get these two on the same page. But if Jordan Love would have played well against Kansas City. Oh, boy. That could have changed the whole thing. Rodgers wouldn't be there right now, right? I How mean, insane is that? Yeah. That one game really could have changed – the way we look at Rodgers, the way we look at Love, and the way we look at Gutekunst. Because right. now it looks like Gutekunst is a pure idiot right. for drafting Jordan Love. But that, and that's the, that's the beauty of being a competitor, though, because you can kind of uh, create your own path, if you will. Right. But it, it's similar to Pittsburgh. I think they're giving Trubisky a chance, just like they gave Tommy Maddox a chance right. after he was drafted by the Broncos. But um, Charlie Batch, I mean, you're giving Slash, Cordell. I mean, it, it's like – this organization knows how to go about their business and remain successful. So even though there's changes from a betting standpoint, uh, seven and a half, I, I, I'm looking to go over that. And again, the good news for Khan is if it doesn't work out with Pickett, wasn't my pick. That mm. was uh-huh. not my pick. Yes, I, I might have been in the house and in the room and in the building, but wasn't my <laughs> pick. So that could be something to remember in the future. Uh, very quickly, Wes Reynolds and I were talking about the Cardinals mm-hmm. yesterday. And Pritch, I really want to get a player's perspective on it because we know right now that last year, the in-game or the in-season hard knocks was the Indianapolis Colts, right. and they didn't make the postseason. Mm-mm. Things went south certainly in that last game. The Cowboys were the one preseason; they did win 12 games, but did not win a playoff game. Now the Cardinals are going to get hard knocks in season. Detroit will be the preseason one. When you look at the Cardinals, 
with the mess that it feels like that they now have, right? What's going on with King Kyler at the quarterback position? J.J. Watt's great for the camera, right? Cliff Kingsbury's got a sweet house. <laughs> like, what do you make of hard knocks, the Cardinals? Will this be a good match in the season for, quote-unquote, distractions? Because it feels like a, a natural one coming. Well, you do have the drama. You have the storylines already. I mean, created with Kyler and his contract. And the fact that he's not at OTAs, we'll see if he shows up at mandatory minicamp or not. Um, and takes the fine. If he does take the fine, okay, that's an indication that we're going to have some high drama coming up later on in the year during hard knocks. But absolutely, it's a distraction. I mean... There's no way it can't be, uh, right? I mean, coaches generally have a bunkered mentality. Okay. You know, it's us against everybody else. and But yet, we're allowing cameras into our comfort area. Uh, and, you know, we're trying to give a revealing look of, of our bunker. Uh, and that makes people uncomfortable, especially coaches. Now, uh, there's going to be access, but then there's going to be limited access. I mean, I think the drama of it has appeal for hard knocks yes. with the Kyler Murray situation. But as a player, I- I'm frustrated. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be suspended. Six games. So, yeah. And so you got a new receiver that you played in, with in college uh, in Hollywood Brown, but yet you still need to develop the chemistry on, in, on the field in this level, on this level, not in college. And so – I, I think it's concerning. I, I I want things to be settled with the Cardinals before I make a bet on that team. I don't know. I, look, I get. I don't like to lay that kind of juice here for the under nine and a half right. at one sixty five. And mm-hmm. how are they going to get ten wins? I mean, I look at it and I go, okay, maybe the division Seattle's down a little bit. We'll figure out what San Francisco does at the quarterback position. The Rams. I, I can't wait to pick your brain later on the show about this. Matty Stafford looks like he can't throw now until July. We know all about that. The situation of coming back from winning the Super Bowl. So maybe there are wins out there for Arizona in the division. I got to tell you, 10 feels like a lot of wins for a team with a lot of turmoil right now. Much more NFL numbers to talk about some futures out there uh, throughout the show. Steve Mackin is going to join us next with his great numbers. Come on back. It's the Lombardi line right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. The betting splits page is going to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. And now it's updated every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. You're going to be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Back alongside Mike Pritchard, I'm Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line. Our guest, Steve Mackinnon, always talks about betting splits Mm -hmm. and the importance of that. So we welcome in Steve Mackinnon. Follow him on Twitter, at Steve Mackinnon. Does a great job here weekly at Point Spread Weekly. Steve, tell the people why that is so important in your estimation that they check out uh, the betting splits and what they can really glean, what type of information from that. Well, I think you don't want to be on the side uh, where all the money is all the time. I mean, that, that's just not, that just doesn't end up winning. I mean, you, you figure when, if you're on that side, if you were on the right side, the, the line wouldn't have moved towards you. So you, it, it's, uh, it, it's not a foolproof, uh, I guess, method, if you will, but uh, I'd rather be on the other side of the money uh, on most occasions. Absolutely. That seems to make perfect sense there. Uh, Steve, Mike and I were already talking NFL and looking at some of those win totals. And I can't wait to get your insight in this because we were just talking about the Steelers. And now, good, you have to shop around. You're going to get seven and a half. Uh, certainly here at BetMGM, you can get eight, eight and a half out there and some adjusted lines to where you think their win total might uh, fall. What do you make of the Steelers? Because, again, this is a change. They do have a new GM coming in. They have a new quarterback in Mitchell Trubisky, and they just drafted a new quarterback. It's a new dawning of an era, if you will, in Pittsburgh. How do you see this season playing out? And where would you play their win total? Yeah, you know, I, I was actually listening to your segment before this, and I have to say I'm uh, on the complete opposite side of where you guys are on this one. Uh, I, I understand what's the stability aspect. I, I completely, I, I, I get it. I, I'm a big Mike Tomlin fan. I know that's been a solid franchise for uh, many, many years. But you brought up an interesting point there when you guys were talking about Jordan Love with, with the Packers stepping in for that game. Now, do you put Jordan love in that uh, situation for 17 games and see the Packers winning more than six or seven games. I don't. 
Yeah, that's, that's a great Steven. point. So, like, yeah. now you, you extrapolate that with Mitchell Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. Mm -hmm. And I think, Steve, that's why you're leaning towards the under. If you do buy that correlation, like, hey, if Jordan Love is Kenny Pickett, and we kind of saw what Mitchell Trubisky was in Chicago, maybe he's better 2.0. But is that why you're going under there? Uh, it's one of several reasons. Now, first off, I, I think you got to ask yourself, is this the worst team in that division? Hmm. Mm. Yeah. And that's I, 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 in my uh, assessment, uh, inarguably, yes. Right now, they're the they're the worst team in the division. Uh, they got that division is pretty strong looking uh, for 2022. Uh, you look at is that is a last place team in the division going to going to win eight games? <laughs> I mean, that, that's yeah. not much chance to that. Now, the other thing is this is the first time they've probably dealt with instability in that franchise in a long time, not only the GM and the quarterback situation. Now Roethlisberger, as much as his uh, performance level declined over the years here and uh, particularly last couple of years, he was stable for that team. I mean, you knew what you had there. Uh, you knew you at least had, you, were, you weren't going to be a, a mistake prone team. That's a possibility for this team this year. Now with, with this quarterback situation, the other thing is, yeah, this team made the playoffs last year. They were outscored by four points per game. They mm. lost, or they won eight of their games by a, a single score. Uh, so there's a lot of situations there where you're looking. This team would have been doomed from the beginning without all this instability. So uh, I, I just I have to disagree. I think Pittsburgh is uh, headed for a, a rebuilding year, if you will. What about this team that's on people's radars, uh, uh, Steve, in terms of? the firepower that they've accumulated. I'm talking about the Miami Dolphins and everybody's looking at Tua. Mm. Uh, you, I think, looks like you are interested in the under uh, situation. The win total for the Miami Dolphins, I believe, is nine. Yeah, no. To me, this the, the coaching changer is inexplicable. I, <laughs> I, I just don't understand this. I think this is going to... Uh, no matter what is being said here, I think there's going to be some somewhat of a fractured locker room regarding this, this change. This team rallied at the end of last season. Eight wins in their last nine games. Sure, they came up short of the playoffs. But why would you break up that type of momentum in an offseason? Uh, sure, you, you added some players. Yeah, great. But to me, Tua's not an elite quarterback. Uh, I think uh, he's in the lesser half of the league. I, I don't like to bet that type of situation over a total. But didn't you guys hear Tyree Kill say he throws the prettiest football he's ever caught, right. Steve? That didn't sway you in your evaluation? Yeah, from eight yards out, maybe it's the prettiest football. <laughs> you got honestly, you got to be throwing the ball down the field consistently. You got to be able to make plays, Dave. And Hill, Hill's probably going to help that a little bit. But I, I just, I, I don't buy into uh, to how cohesive this team might be this season. All right, I, I think that's that's certainly fair. And I get, I understand what they're doing down in Miami, and they're really trying to prop up to us. So I understand that rhetoric. But I'm with you guys. It just feels like this right. team. Uh, might not be as, as much fight that they had last year with Brian Flores. Uh, let's talk about the America's team, if you will, Steve. That'd be the Dallas Cowboys. Because, look, I'm nervous <laughs> because no team has ever repeated in the NFC since 2004. And, you guys, it's 2022. Mm -hmm. So are my Cowboys headed for a recession? Or can we expect them to be back up there in double-digit wins? You know, that, uh, that trend you mentioned there is sort of a scary thought when you think about <laughs> the lack of repeating. Now, I... I would go out on a limb and say I have one team there where I think there could be a last to first situation this year. I, I might be the only one here higher on the Giants, but I think there's a chance for this team to rebound. They were four and seven when Daniel Jones went out last season. Uh, they lost their last six games. Uh, or it's, it was a, a bad run. I think they scored 10 points or less than five of those six games. Just, just a bad run to close the season. Now, they made a big coaching change. I love this coaching staff they put in place here. Uh, Dayball, the offensive coordinator from Buffalo, is over. Uh, Kafka, the offensive coordinator from Kansas City, is now the OC there. And they also have the Ravens' uh, defensive coordinator stepping in. So they got a, if you want to call it, all-star coaching staff. Mm. Now, a, team, a, a staff like that has the ability to, I guess, wipe the slate clean from what we've seen. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see... Daniel Jones maybe stepping into a more of a Josh Allen role where he's running the ball a little more. You know, Steve, I'm interested in Minnesota because uh, this is one of those teams that I think is starting to uh, get some traction with betters in terms of maybe surprising people. They got a new head coach, first-time head coach 
in the National Football League. I don't know if you have any information uh, or trends associated with first-time head coaches because they're all over the place uh, in the league right now, and some are successful and some are not. But uh, McConnell takes over Minnesota. What's your thoughts on their win totals this year? Yeah, actually, Mike, I did write a, uh, a rookie head coaching piece here. Uh, I think it was an issue number either 35 or 36 of the points for weekly, so I, I would definitely go back and read that. And now one of the favorable things, I do remember this, was about the situation in Minnesota. Now, they have they have a lot going for them this season. Now, it's, from the sounds of there was a lot of friction in the front office last year between coaching staff and the, in the front office. So uh, they were dealing with that, yet they still go win eight games. They lost a lot of close games. In fact, they lost eight games by eight points or less. And uh, in the study I did on transitional systems, teams that do that tend to bounce back at about a three and a half win improvement rate. So you put eight more or three and a half wins on top of eight, you're up to 11 and a half wins there. They got a solid nucleus on offense. Obviously they're capable of scoring a lot of points. I think they scored 25 points a game last year. I, I think this team is very capable of, of getting to the double digit win total. Talking with our guy, Steve Mackin point spread weekly editor and Steve, you know, you mentioned there how the front office in Minnesota might've been chaotic with the old coaching staff, Mike Zimmer and company. The same is, is not true in Seattle, right? We don't know exactly what they're doing, but we do know this. It feels like Pete Carroll, John Schneider, they have a good thing going there. At least they seem to be on the same page. Do you actually like Seattle's win total go over the posted number? Because it feels like this team is 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 clearly in transition without Russell Wilson. Okay, I I didn't put this on my win totals, uh, my actual wagers that I did place here. Now, however, I would lean towards the over on this team. There were several systems last week I talked about of of their their defensive quality last year, the, the amount of close games they lost, that type of thing that projected them to, to actually improve off of last year's record. Now you, you have to take that with a grain of salt. You're going to lose a lot with Russell Wilson leaving, obviously, uh, but he wasn't there for much of the season last year either. So uh, I, I'm not as down on the Seahawks as uh, I guess the odds makers might be. You got to lay that juice yeah. minus dollar 40. If you want to take that at bet MGM over five and a half, but yes, yeah, an interesting point. And it feels like Pete Carroll right now really likes drew lock. <laughs> We'll see how that works out in the Pacific Northwest. Hey, Steve, always appreciate the time and the information, my friend. Uh, we'll catch up with you again next week. That sounds good, guys. Thank you. There he is, everybody. Steve Mack. does a great job with those numbers yeah, again. I get to go back on Point Spread Weekly and Check research. That out. About those Absolutely. rookie head coaches. I love that. I love that he already has that information. Pritch, when we come back, I want to talk a little college football with okay. you. Because um, I don't know if you heard this. But Jimbo Fisher had a lot to say about Alabama and Nick Saban. I wonder how that might affect the futures market when we look ahead to what we think might happen in college football. Come on back. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you're going to earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. When a trip to Vegas, will come on out. You can convert those BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining and shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resort properties located in the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is Sports Betty's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager in the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back alongside Mike Pritchard, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line right here on VEASAN. Fascinating conversation with Steve Mackinan that we have each and every Wednesday Mm -hmm. here, uh, our Point Spread Weekly editor, and he really likes the Giants this year at seven and a half wins to go over that total. And right now, BetMGM, that's good plus money that you can get. You and I started continuing that conversation into the break, and I thought it was fascinating because he's really high in the coaching staff. When you bring in Brian Dable coming in from Buffalo, and you look what he did with Josh Allen. And if you remember Josh Allen's rookie year, and I know you do well, he was not very accurate at all. He made him. I don't know if he made him or Josh made him. That's the, the chicken and the egg theory. But he, he got more accurate, and it paid dividends to the point now that some would consider Josh Allen, no disrespect to Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in the NFL. There are people that believe that. So we started talking about Daniel Jones, and you heard Steve say he thinks that Dable will use him in the manner that he used Josh Allen mm-hmm. in Buffalo. Now, the question is, Buffalo in the front office, and I don't know if Dable had input in this or not, did not pick up the fifth-year option for their, uh, their, their quarterback, James Jones, they, they drafted in the first round right. five years ago. So I guess I looked at it and I go, well, he's going to be gone in here. Why would Dable put all this energy into teaching his offense to a guy that if you're trying to make him into the next Josh Allen, he's not going to be around in a year. But you made a very interesting point what the front office could do if Daniel Jones works out. Yeah, absolutely, Dave. I mean, I look at uh, Shane, Joe Shane, going with Dable from Buffalo. So they have familiarity that's that way, too. So uh, you have a duel, if you will, taking over the Giants uh, organization uh, on the field. Uh, Daniel Jones, he's an athletic player. Mm-hmm. And you think about Josh Allen, who's an athletic quarterback, needed to get more accurate, which he did. Uh, but if you're going to run Dable's system, it, it, it involves a quarterback, the sixth eligible element of the quarterback uh, comes into play offensively for the Giants. And and if Daniel Jones can elevate his game and be effective that way, you don't necessarily have to have that fifth-year option in place. See, to me, a fifth-year option for players drafted in the first round is a raise, is a promotion. Uh, but it also buys time to negotiate. Okay. Like Kyler Murray in his contract situation, he's trying to avoid the process. He wants to break the bank now. You know, he wants to avoid – all these options and all these franchise situations like Dak had to go through right. to get his money. Um, Daniel Jones is in a prove-it situation, obviously, because you have a new GM and you have a new coach that, okay, the previous regime did not fit your option. You, We're not going to do that either. We want to see what you can do. Now, if you elevate your game, if we go to the playoffs and you look the part, if you look like we can win a Super Bowl with you, then we'll franchise tag you or, or go into the process with you in terms of negotiating a long-term deal. A la Kirk Cousins back in D.C. Right. And they franchise tagged him not once, but twice. Right, right. And they were on the verge of doing it a third time until he got the big money to go to Minnesota. Right. So the point is, you could keep buying time with Daniel Jones, and even though some people go, well, well, wait a minute, if he has a great year, and all of a sudden, you look, Mitchell Trubisky might have gotten a starting quarterback job from being a backup, not even playing. If Daniel Jones plays himself into the point where 
now as a free agent, he can go, hey, I can go anywhere and make big money. No. No. The Giants could still slap that tag on and keep control. Yeah, they could. They keep control and then negotiate with them for a long-term deal that okay. way. So the, the fifth-year option is there. I mean, look at Cleveland with the fifth-year option now with Baker. Wow. Uh, and they're stuck now because they moved on with the quarterback situation. Lamar Jackson has a fifth-year option in play uh, that ha- has a time element to it. Like, nobody's rushing to negotiate a deal, even though you're the Ravens. You know, in addition to the fifth-year option, you can franchise tag them if you need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, you got Kyler Murray and players like that that are trying to circumvent or get in front of that process that kind of delays those lucrative long-term deals that we're seeing from Josh Allen and uh, Deshaun Watson and all these other quarterbacks. I promise we will get to college football, but mm-hmm. now we're going down the quarterback <laughs> path, and I got to continue this. Because I mentioned off the top of the show, it was something that was kind of a small news, but to me it's big news. Yeah. And that's Matthew Stafford in right. L.A. Okay, And now all of a sudden he's got an issue and he's not going to be able to throw till July. Jimmy G in San Francisco still can't throw until next month at the earliest June, right? I start to look at the NFC West, and we talked about Arizona and what's going on with Kyler Murray there. And then we talked about Seattle and Drew Locke. Is the I mean, we talk about the AFC West. Mm-hmm. as being the best division, arguably, in the history of pro football. What do you make of the NFC West? This this division, and I know the, the Rams fans are like, oh, Stafford's going to be fine. Man, you never know you if never a guy's going to be fine mm-hmm. when he has a, a lingering issue, which it sounds like what he has. Well, and he's played as long as he has, and the issue is the elbow. Right. It's not shoulder. I mean, the shoulder kind of stuff, but the elbow, Big Ben had the elbow issue. I played with Bobby uh, Abair. Yeah. Who had, right, who had an elbow thing that he would scream every time he threw the football oh. because it was so painful. Um, but you're talking about an elevated situation in terms of Stafford because of his tenure in the league and how long he's played. And you don't know what kind of damage is in there. When you hear inflammation in an elbow, something ain't right. I mean, something you lose or something just not uh, functioning properly. So Does that concern you? Because it concerns me. Well, just, just right. I know it's being poo-pooed a little bit out there that it's not that big a deal. It feels like a big, bigger deal that's being made mention. Yeah, I mean, it could be like irritation, like bursitis or something like that. I mean, it could be something like that to where, okay, you just need more rest. But will it flare up again? You always have that uh, chance that something like this can flare up again. Uh, and therefore, yeah, it's something as a better to keep an eye on, though. It is, and again, when we get into these win totals that we're talking about today, that's what makes me pause because I, I, I take Steve Mackinan's news and I go, five and a half wins for Seattle. How are they going to get to six? And then I look at the rest of the division and I go, this division might not be, and I don't know what the Niners are going to do with Jimmy G if they're going to get rid of him because if they Debo. get rid of him, right, Debo? Yeah. And then I look at the Niners and I go, do I trust Trey Lance? Like, I don't know. I have no idea what this kid's going to become, See, if anything. And, and that's where I, I think I disagree with Steve Mackin a little bit because, like, if you created a culture and if you created that standard, the standard is the standard, and Tomlin has never had a losing season, it's like when you make decisions to move on, you're confident in that ability. Like, mm. like if, if the 49ers move on from Jimmy G to Trey Lance, that means they're confident in their ability to help Trey Lance in that situation as quarterback. Right. And Kyle Shanahan, we know, you know, yeah. the Shanahan's, they're going to call plays correctly. They're going to put him in the best spots to succeed. Right. Right. So we, I have to trust that as a better, that even though they're going to go and they're going to turn the keys over to this kid, mm-hmm. they're going to put the kid in the best spot to succeed. Like they did Robert Griffin III back in the day in D.C. Right, right. Because coaches, uh, organizations, GMs, they're always looking to get better if they can. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if you're Cleveland, yeah, thank you very much, Baker Mayfield, all rookie, did this rookie record and all that. But if we can get better with Deshaun Watson, we're going to get better. Um, and, and it's the same thing for any team. We went we uh, went back with the Joe Montana. If we can get better with Steve Young as our quarterback, we're, we're going to get, get better. better. Uh, Alex Smith, thank you very much. We can get better with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> and, and so that's just the mentality. Coaches – GMs, everybody, they're always looking to get better at each and every position if they can. Yeah, I, I totally am in, in, in agreement. Again, going back to the Robert Griffin the third example, when Mike Shanahan was mm-hmm. head coach, on that staff, Kyle and boy genius himself, Sean McVay. Right. And, I mean, again, I witnessed it firsthand. They brought in a whole new office, the Baylor offense, and it was shock and awe. I don't know what they're planning to do with Trey Lance, but I – from a betting perspective, <laughs> I would wager they're going to do something similar that we don't see right now because right. they kept that cloak and dagger. And I was in the media, and we didn't know what this offense was going to look like. They didn't play him in preseason. 
I don't know if Trey Lance is going to play in San Francisco's preseason mm. games or not, but they kept him like a car, and they wouldn't unveil him until week one in New Orleans right. when shock and awe happened. So yeah. I don't – do you kind of let think that that's probably where San Francisco would go versus they're going to take this big step back? Absolutely. There, there's so many variations to the system that they employ, which is a West Coast system. I mean, we see it so differently in Kansas City than in Green Bay or – or, you know, back in the day when Shanahan ran a, a fullback with it right. and won two Super Bowls. So uh, there's so many variations to the West Coast system. And then if you have an athletic quarterback or a quarterback that can uh, execute play action, who also brings that sixth element to the offense as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think a play caller like Kyle Shanahan will find a way to help Trey Lance. I think you need to write a book called Sixth Element because that, that is fascinating to me. But yeah. You're right. The quarterback mm-hmm. – you need to I spy him. Right. If you have a, a running quarterback like a Josh Allen, I'm sure Mitchell Trubisky, if he gets the nod in Pittsburgh, they'll try to do the same thing. I'm picking up what you're putting down about Daniel Jones in New York with Brian Dable. I can see that happening. And certainly Trey Lance in San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan. Very, very interesting stuff. All right. We will talk some college football and there's a big game five in the NBA tonight. We'll break it all down. Come on back. It's the Lombardi line right here on Visa, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.